What's up, guys, and welcome to yet another episode of the DIYpreneur. Are you the type of person that's confused by entrepreneurship? Do you not fully understand the day-to-day processes, the behind-the-scenes, obstacles, and nitty-gritties of what successful entrepreneurs have to do day-to-day to become successful? Well, if this is you, then stay tuned because I have Fran Dunaway on my show, A Successful Entrepreneur. In my chat with Fran, she dives deep into an obstacle that she faced within her business and how she got out of it. And it was a nightmare and it was really scary because he had all of our inventory. So um, we had to scramble. She also gives advice to entrepreneurs and what they should be doing right now to become the most successful in the future. Taking things in, in, in small bites and not trying to bite off more than you can chew today. Now, just a quick reminder, I want you guys to, again, subscribe and rate this show on whatever platform you are listening on. It helps me get in front of people that are looking for this kind of content and can benefit from this type of content as well. So go ahead, pause this episode right where it's at. It takes about 20 seconds to do so and go do that. And without further ado, let's jump into that interview. Hi, Fran. You ready to get ugly? Let's do this, Josh. Sweet. All right, Fran, so just to get things kicked off here, just quickly introduce yourself, introduce your business and why it's special to you, why it's special to your customers, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. My name is Fran Dunaway, and I am the CEO of Tomboy X. Tomboy X is a gender-neutral apparel company that uh, is uh, seeking to disrupt the underwear industry, starting at the... uh, the apparel industry starting at your foundation your underwear so uh we are an underwear swimwear sleepwear loungewear company right now based in seattle washington sure and honestly i'm so excited for this interview because i i looked a little bit into your business model what you guys are about and it just was something i could not wait to dive deeper into and definitely the listeners here will hear more about it as we get deeper so Fran, the next question I have here for you is definitely a good one because it's just a random question I like to ask the guests because it keeps things light, keeps things fun here because we do talk about some ugliness and obstacles along the entrepreneurial journey. So your question, Fran, is I read on the internet that you had found a Ben Sherman shirt uh, that you wanted to buy, but you didn't eventually buy it. So what you did and eventually Tomboy X came out of you wanting to create this kind of shirt. Is that correct? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty close. I, I was frustrated by the lack of uh, quality shirting options mm-hmm. for women in a button-down or button-up shirt like a Ben Sherman or a Robert Graham for men. And so, yeah, that's that's how we started this underwear company was chasing this idea to make a beautiful, wonderful shirt. Yeah, so if that moment hadn't happened, what, what would your life look like now, uh, having that moment be completely gone out of your life? What do you think would your life would look like now? Well, I'd still be doing my other job, and I would uh, not have nearly the knowledge and the opportunity I've had to learn what I've learned in the past several years. So, Fran, to move on here, to get to the bulk of the questions that I have, before the time you started Tomboy X, when you were growing up and really within that phase, I want to know 
of uh, some story or an obstacle perhaps here that really led you down the path of entrepreneurship and eventually got you to create Tomboy X? Oh gosh, you know, I've, I've just always been very um, much a kind of take the tiger by the tail and, and, and the words no have had little meaning to me. I, I've, it's, it's always been a, not a, not a what, not a yes or no, but how. And, uh, so that, that I think is pretty much a part of my nature. I just kind of figure things out and, and get in there and, uh, and, and scrappy with things. I think what one big difference for me in this journey was that I was able to have a partner in crime. My then girlfriend, now wife, um, has a similar work ethic and uh, desire to make things happen. And so uh, really it was the partnership that was a real turning point for us to be able to, or for in my career to have someone that I could work with and that I could trust to, that would be there to and had complementary skills to what mine were. Yeah, for sure. So Fran, the, what was the one thing that really held you back from becoming an entrepreneur? What was that one thing? And then how did you eventually get over that one fear to create your business? What was the one thing you did to overcome that fear? You know, I don't think I really had a fear about business. I just, um, I had a disdain for business. <laughs> and so I just, I was always in uh, coming from a, a place of, oh gosh, you know, capitalism is, is the evil corporate and uh, greed and all of this stuff. And boy, that is, a, that is uh, one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made because entrepreneurship is actually a lot of fun and you can do a lot of good and make the world a better place um, by having a great business and, and being able to instill your values in your business, but also by, um, creating, uh, you know, economic differences in your life and the lives of others, which is, has a big impact. So I think that for me was a, a huge lesson. And, um, you know, I wish that I had embraced that earlier on in my career. So, Fran, the, the startup phase of Tomboy X is what I want to dive into now. So, basically, when you had just begun Tomboy X, I want to know of some obstacle within this startup phase, some story that you can tell us you were facing. Uh, dive deep into that story. Gosh, I'd have to think about that. Um, uh, you know, probably... Um, hmm... It's a toughie. <laughs> it's a toughie. I mean, it, it, do you mean around personnel or design or like uh, something to do with uh, manufacturing? I mean, and, and because it's really all has been a real struggle. We started the business and didn't have any any experience, so we didn't know a knit from a woven or a or a P and L from a balance sheet. So it was it was quite a journey to have to get smarter and figure things out. And uh, fundraising was a struggle, uh, but really just growing the business and, and being smart about what what choices we make so that we could keep the business afloat and keep the business um, going for a, a long time. And that was that was really important to us to, to kind of focus on. 
Yeah, so I, I guess a follow-up question to that, Fran, could be within this phase as well, what were some of the little wins that you, you and your uh, co-founder had that really brought you to success in, in the end where you're at now? What, just describe like two or three of those to us when you were just starting out. Was it someone that you got connected to? Was it some course you got enrolled in that taught you business? What was the one thing or a couple things that you, you eventually had, little wins that brought you to success? I think getting the fit and the quality right on the product was a was a huge, huge win for us. And you know, I've had numerous rainbow unicorn moments along the way, in that uh, we've just had these magical moments happen. And when we needed someone that knew how to build and create quality product with attention to detail, and make it so that it worked on every size and we wanted to be sure to be inclusive and and have always carried extra small through 4x but focusing on the details and obsessing on the details and then also remembering who your customer is and how important that relationship is and remembering why you're doing this which is is really for the customer and to solve a problem that a customer has and so if you stay focused, laser focused on your customer, and you believe in your quality, the quality of, that you're doing things. And you also, you know, you bring your own values into into uh, everything that you do, how you treat your employees, and then how the, the vendors are treating their employees. And so being part of this ecosystem where you can really impact and affect change because you're the one writing the big check to to the factory or to the warehouse and um, but it and, and you're the one that have are having a biggest impact on your own employees and and really that that you want to provide your customer with the best quality service and attention to detail that you can so it's just all all part of the the ecosystem let us never forget that the customer is what makes our business run. That is the the sole thing that you know grows our business or def- like really chooses if we if we die out. It's it's the customer. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah. So Fran, you you sell clothes. Uh, it's kind of a retail like type of deal is what Tomboy X is. You create your clothes. So I want to know if you can tell us the story of an obstacle you face with getting your clothes out to your customers, whether that be through stores or e-commerce. Just tell us an obstacle here that you had really getting your your products in front of the, the right people. You know, um, we used to do shipping ourselves. We handled all of fulfillment in-house. And then we moved to uh, another location that was, they weren't very experienced in e-commerce and they were very expensive. And so we did some research and, and looked to move. And we went with this, with, with a particular company that was growing at, at, they were, they were, you know, we took, we, we, we shared in them that, that they were a growing business. We, we trusted that the guy would be able to scale with this and, and would know and would know what he was doing. And within a couple of months of having moved our entire operation and, you know, over, over well, about $2 million worth of inventory, realized that it was a huge mistake. And he was, he was in no way, no way, shape or form going to be able to fulfill um, or and scale with us because he just didn't have the capacity. He didn't have the organization. He didn't have the systems in place. 
And it was a nightmare, and it was really scary because he had all of our inventory. So um, we had to scramble pretty significantly to make sure we got a, um, you know, we, we, we were able to find a location that we could move to quickly and then um, extricate ourselves from the contract and, and from uh, you know this this 3PL that just was not gonna not gonna do it for us. So when that obstacle was happening, how long did that take? Uh, when when that kind of fell through, how long was that process of moving your inventory to a new place, and then re- like completely striking that out of you know being an obstacle for you? What was the timeline for for that? We made it happen in about uh, a month, oh, wow. and oh, wow. um, and then you know there's always bumps along the way but yeah we we were ready to execute and had trucks show up pretty quickly we we gave him uh 30 days notice and said we're coming with our trucks and and got our stuff out of there so fran another question that i really like to ask the entrepreneurs on this show is is not so much of a business question but it still is a reality for entrepreneurs and everyone that is a human being this question is in the startup phase, obviously, you have to run your business eight plus hours a day because there's so much to do, so much to think about. So, how were you being resourceful and creative in keeping uh, like a roof over your head and food in your stomach? What were you doing to keep those, you know, humanly needs met while you were growing your business? What were just a couple things that you had done to, you know, keep money in your pocket for that kind of stuff? <laughs> now you do want to get ugly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, for the first two and a half years, we didn't take a paycheck. And so that was, um, that was really a challenge. And fortunately, um, my, my wife is a sports massage therapist, so she would see clients in the morning and in the evening. And uh, my, my job, I could freelance and, and take different production. I was a video producer, so I would do different shoots. And she was doing some of that as well. So we would just take gigs and make it work and, uh, you know, tapped out our credit cards and uh, dipped a little bit into retirement and, uh, you know, made it work. I mean, I've interviewed I've interviewed a couple entrepreneurs on the show, and this question always makes me smile a little bit because all entrepreneurs that want it as bad as they want it will make it happen no matter what right. there is. Like, if you really want it, you can get it. It's just how bad you want it. How bad do you want it? So, uh, moving phases. Uh, you know, in the present now, uh, in the past couple of years, when, when Tomboy X was finally solidified in the market, you had good revenue coming in. Tell us uh, of an obstacle here that you faced. Uh, tell us that story and uh, take us step by step through that. Uh, that that was once we raised money. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. So like recently, uh, when you were out of the startup phase, you know, you got funding and you, you kind of were a solidified business at this point, like an, an obstacle you faced at this phase. Gosh, I think we're, we're kind of in that phase. Um, scaling, we're trying to scale really quickly and hiring a, a lot of, uh, of get, get the right people on the team and, and get them in, on board and, and in the office here. Um, so just really how we're going to bring the right people in and maintain a pace that uh, can keep up with what our funders expect is uh, is our ongoing challenge for sure. 
So Fran, with that challenge that you're facing right now, what, what kind of things are you doing uh, resourcefully, creatively within your business to make sure that those hires that you have are, are the correct ones? Uh, I know that you can't always expect each and every one, no matter what you're doing, to be the perfect fit. So what kind of things are you doing to make sure that they're at least up uh, to par? You know, we we uh, we try to take it um, slowly, but we also, when we know we've found the right fit, um, it's pretty exciting. We're we're fortunate. We have an incredible team, and we have an incredible brand. So people are very excited to come and work for a company that's uh, really changing the the way things are done in the industry. And so. Um, it's it's pretty pretty great in that respect because it's it uh, we're attracting uh, a, a particular particular group of individual that um, are willing to come in and work hard and make some sacrifices because they believe in the brand and the cause and they want to be part of it. Yeah, for sure. So, Fran, the next the next question I had here for you is also a really good question. <laughs> All these are just good questions for you here, I guess, in, in my mind. This question here, Fran, opens up how how the entrepreneurs think on my show and about their own entrepreneurial journey, right? So this question here is, in one word, what is one attribute you would tell an aspiring entrepreneur to master right now? Tenacity. Tenacity. So do you want to describe why why tenacity and not anything else? Uh, it was just the first word that came to mind, but I think you have to be tenacious in order to to make it work and you have to believe in yourself and your and your vision and your and your uh and and your product and and what you're what you're building but you also have to be open to uh noticing what if there might be different opportunity we started with a shirt we don't even make those button-up shirts anymore because we found that um, are a better way for us to build a brand and build our particular brand was in the underwear in the underwear category and so and that was our customers idea we listened to our customers they said make boxer briefs for women and we said wow nobody's doing that okay I guess that's a good opportunity for us so so it's really about being be, be, being aware pay attention no don't be just so focused on exactly the vision but be aware that the vision you know, it's it's going to change a little bit and, and be open to the, the wonderful surprises that yeah. can lead you often to a much more in, incredibly incredible place, which I find to be just fascinating. Yeah, for sure. So, Fran, how, how would you tell our listeners to implement tenacity within their own entrepreneurial lives? What is one thing that they can do day to day to make sure that you know, their tenacity levels and their grit and all that good stuff about entrepreneurship is up to up to par. I think um, taking things in, in, in small bites and not trying to bite off more than you can chew today. You can get to that tomorrow. You, you'll be able to eat the whole thing, but you've got to just take what you can when you need it. Know what it is you need to focus on today and tomorrow and put the rest out further because you know that you may have a big picture or a big plan at the end of the uh, tunnel but you've got to get build it you've got to take those steps and so focus on what you need now and then uh and and give yourself time to figure out the rest yeah for sure 
it's like it's like the staircase where you know you got to get to the top step but you got to take the first step first and it, it's so true in, in life and entrepreneurship as well so just focus on what to do today and it's always it's always best if you have some kind of schedule for me I don't know if you do this as well but just having plans of attack each day to get done what is going to move the needle the most today I mean that that always helps me and I think it can help you as well the the listeners of this episode That's so a good point. yep so Fran that is all the all the questions I had here for you I just want to thank you for sharing your experiences on the show and thanks for coming out oh. Happy to be here. You take care and uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. What's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed my interview with Fran today. She is a very cool entrepreneur that I hope you guys can engage more with. You can do that on my show notes page with Fran on the site, thediypreneur.com. So go and check that out. There is notes. There are tips that I write down for you, highlights of this episode. So go and check it out. Again, I want to remind you guys to subscribe and rate the show on whatever platform you may be listening on. It helps me get in front of more people that are looking for this kind of content. So take 20 seconds out of your day, pause it again, do whatever you need to do to just do that. Lastly, I just want to remind you guys to follow my Instagram page. It's where I do most of my posting, keep things updated. Uh, on my show and what I do for my guests who I'm going to be interviewing next. It is all on my Instagram page, so go and give it a follow right now. And with all that being said, I will see you guys on the next episode.